Hello. You're not going to guess who we got on the show today. I'm freaking excited. And then uh, it's 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 tough to be uh, to be showy about how excited I am because I just feel real am. And uh, I'm hanging out with uh, my my buddy. Yeah, he's he stole the movie Hudson Hawk from Bruce Willis. Any given Sunday, dude. Two football movies, two iconic football movies. Any given Sunday and Necessary Roughness, Street Fighter, Max Shrek from from Batman Returns. Uh, the program. The program. Sorry. Oh, hey, you got the other two. There's three, not two. Oh, Keep three. Going. I'm sorry. Okay, three. My bad. Leatherface, the only guy to do it twice. I'm talking about my pal, Andy Benarski. Andrew Benarski, the one, the only. Hey, it's safe. That's all. Let's start it off with a fucking explosion. Even though it comes out. Hey, you guys from Philly never stop calling me Andy. So (laughs) I I I like it. It just shows. Because you're you are Philly, you're not. Yeah. You know, but we, <laughs> with, with the talks that we've had lately, uh, there's no doubt that we're we're from the same Philly. So you, you know when when we were having audio issues and you couldn't hear me and you were like say something and I was like I'm eating a sandwich from like, Wawa and I bet shit out of your mouth. I, I I bet you wish that you were eating a sandwich from Wawa right now, but I am and you aren't. Yeah. Hey. That's that's kind of a dicky fucking move right there too, like bro. Personally, like there's a place in Colmar, like in in fucking Montgomery County, across from where I used to train the Champions Gym. It's not there anymore for you ancient motherfuckers like me. And uh, they got a he got a it's a joint called Goombas, and this fucking motherfucker. I mean, he goes nuts with the the sweethearts and the fucking. The fucking everything, fucking the pretzel, fucking cheesesteaks, the Cooper Sharp, the fucking uh, the real Italian hoagies, and he does like he does crazy shit with fucking prosciutto, fucking all kind of like um, he does fresh cannolis, and he does fucking like every fucking thing that like the sickest Italian American fucking Philly style tutorial could fucking put out. And he put shit up, and it's like, hey, please, please, please hold that. Thanks. Got to edit that out already. Oh, shit. Sorry, buddy. All right. Now, here's what I'm going to say go, and you're going to cut that in between. I'm going to cut that out. All right. So this guy with that Goombas, Nicky Goomba, shout out, Comar PA, any Philly fucks us. It's like fucking food porn punching the liver. Like, it bugs me. And, like, Wawa, it's hard for most people to understand. Like, it's not just 7-Eleven. Like, you know, 7-Eleven, oh, thank Kevin, they got some good shit, you know? Um, Dunkin' Donuts has shit coffee. Everybody's fucking saying that. Who's getting paid to fucking say that they have great coffee at Dunkin' Donuts? 7-Eleven's got Hey, coffee, <laughs> but Wawa's got you know. I'm not saying they're unique that they got real chili pretzels, fucking always fresh, or 
where they got fucking, you know, Philly cheesesteaks and no meats fucking made the board. Because every fucking gas station in the tri-state area does a pretty good cheesesteak and has some time on it in the fucking gas station. You know what I mean? But out here in fucking Cali, uh, and you know what's worse? I went to Ohio to do a fucking thing like a month ago and the really awesome place. Here it is, the Possum Saloon. I'm telling the story to you and everybody on the fucking air all over the world. <laughs> it's cracking me up, man, because I was saying to you earlier, you speak in ads. Here comes the truth. All right? You get it like I fucking see it. And the way it is is the way it's going to come out of my mouth. Look, it's an amazing place. I love the it. Owners, this awesome fucking chick. Her parents are fucking cool as fuck. I don't usually say nice things about boyfriends, but her boyfriend's fucking nice guy. Because, uh, you know, it's uh, it was a great time. My friends burnt the place down, fucking playing that fucking half-fucking redneck outlaw, half-slayer, fucking inspired shit, the barnyard stompers on the stage. It says fucking only the finest fucking musical fucking talent in the world fucking comes on the stage here. And it's night after night, and that's true shit. And I love their attitude. And the food was awesome, except for one thing. I was fucking starving before I did some thing there, right? That went really well. And uh, they were feeding me, like, you know, in the office. And I said, just bring me some food. What do you got, right? You know, it's Ohio. It borders Pennsylvania, you know. You know, I should know it ends in Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh food's fucked up for the world anyway. No offense to Pittsburgh. But when you get to Ohio, they're selling chip, bragging about chili and dumb shit like that, right? <laughs> Chili from Ohio, you know, like if anybody's gonna even listen to about chili for a minute, it's fucking gonna be a Texas chili cook-off. Nobody gives a fuck about a huge chili. Uh, Ohio's mad at me, so well, just true. But they, I, they said, well, we got like stuffed poppers, and like, look, I avoided them for a long time because you know the connotation that guys in gift masks enable my trade, fucking. You know, gave poppers was my okay. thing, right? And I hate hot shit, but I, I got into eating those dried jalapenos on cheese bagels and on rolls at Subway, and, and, and I enjoy them, you know? But I would die on that fucking that show where they see how hot you drink, like Austin did. You gotta drink fucking creamer to fucking not die, literally. <laughs> you know, you sign a waiver, you know, your brain fucking cries and you have a stroke that, you know, you should have just I hate that shit. I hate it, hate it, hate it. But jalapenos aren't that bad. So they had the best fucking jalapeno poppers. And it was, I, ate, I ate it like a, a, a order of them twice in, in two days in a row. And it's for sure the last time I ever fucking ate a jalapeno in my life. <laughs> I to eat them, but I don't like my asshole. But my dad, God bless him, when he was here, he called them double burners or asshole burners. I'd be like, why are they double burners? And I'm the kid, he's like, <laughs> It twice, and I'm like, what does that mean? He's like, asshole burners, and I'm like, huh? He's like, yeah, they burn you going down, and they burn you coming out once again. And like, I swear to God, like, fucking shoot me before I fucking eat those things again. Like, fuck you, hot, these hot thing eat people. Like, what's wrong with you? Uh, I would like, like, I would like to take this opportunity. It's not a good feeling. You, you might like things up your ass, but you like your asshole literally feeling like somebody poured fucking like hydrochloric 
ice and all that. What the fuck? Like, I think regardless of what you might like up your butt, oh, I think yeah, it might not be it's on fire. Quite hot things I ate coming out my ass because you know my ass is more sensitive than my fucking mouth here. You know, but I mean, but, but I mean, there are there are kinks out there for everybody. So sure, if that's and, what you're into. Hey, hey, eat that shit, motherfucker. I'll have the video. You get a million views. Hey, you know, there you go. Uh, not me. You know? So, but anyway, I said, they said we have hoagies. Our hoagies are fucking really good. And I'd ask somebody, like some other place, when I got there, what what's big here? What's the fucking, what do you guys do? They told me some dumb fucking, what the fuck they have with their chili, but some, some goofy, like chili fucking cake, right? Weirdo chili. They put it on everything. Like, wow. I'll pass. But then they said, everybody has hoagies. And I'm like, oh, hoagies, fuck it, right? So, yeah, tell me what a hoagie is from Philly. You're from Philly. I'm from Philly. What's fucking hoagie? Tell me right now, right? Straight the fuck out. No tricks. What's the, the roll is the most important part. I mean, the what roll. Is fucking hoagie, though, for people that don't know. Tell me what it's, we grow up. I guess, I guess people call what's them the heroes or subs. Okay, heroes or subs. But what the fuck is it? Break it down. From the roll you said, then what? It's a, what's it's on it? Italian hoagie. Italian hoagie. You got some cheese. Otherwise known yeah. as sauce. If you heat it, a grinder. Otherwise known as torpedo. What's on it? Yeah. Usually, like, uh, the best one, Genoa, salami, capicola, you know, fucking hard salami, provolone, shredded lettuce, big fucking ripe tomato slices, uh, sliced in fucking uh, red Italian sweet onions. And fucking a uh, little salt, pepper, a little oil, and fucking vinegar, right? That's a hoagie, right? Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. They bring me a fucking thing, which I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna call it what it fucking is, you Ohioans. Possum Saloon. I, I said how much I love you and why, but I told you I was gonna fucking do this. I tell the truth, you know. In Ohio, <laughs> someone, it's not, someone in Ohio said, "Don't do it! Don't do not, it!" <laughs> You're done. I'm putting you out. Like fucking Tom Cruise and John Travolta on South Park. Out of the fucking closet, Ohio. You and your hoagies. Hoagies, my aunt. <laughs> so it's not just the possum, which is awesome. But you know what they bring me? It's basically a, a fucking, uh, you know, whatever. I don't know. Not really. A, more of a brioche, but the size like square, rectangled like a ciabatta bun. Hmm. With a fucking Salisbury steak and mushroom sauce gravy. All right. Now, in your head, that picture that you see exactly a rectangular Salisbury steak, right? Maybe a little round edges, like a hash brown, right? But you know, Salisbury steak with brown gravy and mushrooms, right? Because we call it, it's known as Salisbury steak with brown gravy and mushrooms to us, like normal people from Pennsylvania, from Philadelphia, right? <laughs> Which I'll never say normal people in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania fucking again. No, that doesn't exist. This was called a hoagie and presented to me. And I go, where's the fucking, this is, okay, this is, I like Southbury steak and gravy with mushrooms on a bun. That's different, but it looks good, you know. What? Where's the hoagie, though? I didn't get the hoagie. They're like, yeah, that's the hoagie. You just said you liked it. I go, what? <laughs> and they're like, yeah, that's that's a hoagie right there. I go, this is Salisbury steak with uh, uh, mushroom gravy, which is what comes on Salisbury steak. 
on a on a fucking like ciabatta nut. It sure as fuck ain't a, who told you that's a fucking hoagie? Because you're not telling me that's a fucking hoagie. Like that, I don't know how you thought that was gonna go. Get the fuck out of here. You know, you know what? A hoagie, motherfucker. Like they're looking at me like that's a fucking hoagie. That's a fucking hoagie, and I'm like, you guys eat chili, and you brag about it, and you fucking that's and you call a fucking Salisbury steak with mushroom gravy on a roll a fucking hoagie, and you you share a border with Pennsylvania. <laughs> I, I go, I'm not fucking, I'm not, I'm not even gonna, I'm not gonna accept it. I'm not having it. That is fucking. That is the most fucked up shit. You fucking Ohioans. I hope you're listening to Ohio. I don't hate I don't hate you, but fuck your hoagie. I mean it's a decent thing. I go, so what's a fuck what is this thing? It's a it's like uh well it's kinda like you said, like Salisbury steak. It's a meat patty. I go, meat patty. What kind of meat? You go, I don't know. I go So it's a mystery meat patty. I mean like by by your own fucking description and admission, it's a mystery meat patty on a roll with some gravy. You know, like if you're used to eating good food and you eat a Salisbury steak, it's because you're hungry and it's animal fat and beefy. But like you know, it's not even ground chuck fucking chug fucking quality, right? So <laughs> Salisbury steak, you know, you have to sign off on it if you're that hungry, right? If you're gonna be that kind of fucking white trash. But yeah, it is the white trash thing. It's but the hamburger helper of, of uh, frozen dinners. Mystery meat, fucking patty. Come standard. <laughs> Soil and fucking green. For all you fucking know, right? And then you put mushroom gravy on it, serve it on a roll, and call it a hoagie. I, I got to get the fuck out of here. And you know what I did? I left that fucking place. And as soon as I got fucking in the fucking car with my fucking cousin, I told him to take me to fucking Walla. We were going to go fucking somewhere else and fucking eat. And I was going to get oysters and shit. And I'm like, yeah, you're stopping at Wawa before I even see my mom. Just next, I'm like, he's like, there's one coming up here, you know, like uh, down from between Allentown and fucking 309. Uh, all right. I'm like, yeah, I hit that Wawa. Got that Wawa coffee. Got the fucking pretzel. Fucking just right. Still hot. I mean, hot like pretzels. That's a fucking rarity. You know, like, come on, you know, you got like douchey places with the hot super pretzel and fucking this, like the fake fucking pretzels that you know you can get at the grocery store. But real quick pretzels are usually cold in a fucking bag of five stuck together with too much salt, right? Like, under, like you said, under the Coney Bridge on the boulevard, that's the hot spot. It always has been. My, out here they mom, sell oranges. Out here they sell oranges and bags. My mom called them the armpit pretzels because the guy would put it in his armpit and then he'd come to the car and he'd sell it to us. And then he'd go like take a piss and not wash his hands and then break the pretzels up and put them in the bags and give them to us. And that was, hey, that was, was no well. I used to see fools like I was young. I was going to the spectrum to see like Aerosmith and Ozzy and shit, right? And uh, I'd be fucking dosing fucking like I was a kid on that fucking micro fucking micro dots shit fucking stuff that I haven't seen since then, which is probably a good thing. I'm not going to lie. I seen something like that a year ago and it was fucking amazing. But yeah, the last time before that, I was like 14. And we ended up like at the spec.
Electra backstage. We were like, back in those days, it wasn't like pre-gaming. Like it was, the post-gaming was huge. Like in the parking lots after a fucking Ozzy Osbourne concert at the Spectrum mm-hmm. in like the, the mid-80s. Like there wasn't cops everywhere fucking with people, and uh, not everybody was a fucking jerk off like they are now. You know, like uh, they hadn't thrown the M80 at Steve Tyler yet. Fucking made Aerosmith never fucking play Philly to this day. You know, there weren't assholes putting D cells in a fucking ice ball and throwing them from the fucking nosebleeds at the vet yet. Fucking, you know. It was before those days, before the jail had to go into the stadium and shit like that. So we were high fucking young teenagers. And uh, I ended up back on a loading dock, you know, fucking after the show where the, the, the next guys would fuck a beer or whatever, you know. And uh, we, we caught them. We found all the pretzels back there but we were gonna we were gonna get some pretzels. We heard that they had pretzels back there that hadn't been used, right? But when we went back there, they were like fucking all uh, all hard as a rock and shit, right? And then some dude pulls up, pulls out these bins full of water, and he takes all these steel pretzels and he puts this plastic down on the dock and throws all these. Uh, hard pretzels in the fucking water in the totes and then like you know there's just like a little water you know like fucking inch of water then he fucking lets them soak up then like an hour later we went back and he's fucking pulling them out of the water and and, and smacking them on wax paper pressing them down with his fist on fucking wax paper or salt then the next day he said that you know that's that's where he gets his pretzels to sell fucking on the boulevard that was Broad Street, not the Boulevard. Yeah. Hey, North East Philly, back then, they weren't the same animal either. Yeah, dude, uh, there's brown bags. There's brown bags that my mom would get from the side of the they road. Caused, they caused COVID now, so I'm sure they had to get rid of them, you know. <laughs> yeah. So, I, I don't you, know. How, yeah, how, how did Philadelphians, and this is, this is a question you don't need to answer to I, I, I'm from Philadelphia. I'm sure Philly loves that fucking governor and that fucking, what he put everybody through with that trans-testable fucking uh, health expert. Uh, that Vincent health expert that has a I, penis and fucking breath and fucking <laughs> wants you to know him by pronouns related to people with vaginas. I don't, you know I, don't I, mean? uh, I don't bite that baby, bro. Everybody must have wanted to fucking have some beers with that fucking guy. Huh? Like, yeah, yeah. People like Frank Rizzo better than the governor that you got now, I bet. I, I don't I don't, I don't pay attention to any of that stuff. Fuck Wolf, I guess his name is. You know, last time I, I tried to pay attention to politics in Philly, Frank Rizzo was more than a fucking some guy no. that would make me. I listened to the Jerky Boys because they were talking about Frank Rizzo. And Same. I thought Same. It was guy with, I thought it was the guy with the statue that fucking you loved him or hated him because he was with the mob. Right. Either it was the best thing that happened to Philly, like Jimmy Hoffa was to the unions, or people wanted to do the Jimmy Hoffa to him. But then when the Jerky Boys were like, hey, you, Frank Rizzo, I was like, who's talking about Frank Rizzo in common? Like, <laughs> first. And, but 
yeah, you jerky, I got skills. <laughs> you should hire me. I guess you I fucking kill a motherfucker. They don't buy. <laughs> I've done it before. <laughs> the jerky boys were the best. Well, they're they're are they also like Philly dudes? Were they from Philly? You 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 know, knowing what you need about Philly, you know the level of asshole that says jerk off uh, uh, maybe a thousand times a day just to the people they love. You would think that the jerky boys would probably be from Philly. They have that Philadelphia like bullshit. Yeah, that like it's definitely a northeast attitude. It's not vice is very NYC. But, you know what I mean? The yeah. jerky boys are like the jerk offs that say jerk off and jerky. And they're definitely Philly guys. Not like the guys I know who call themselves like uh uh yeah, you know, like Jersey Mike. His guy out here calls himself Jersey Mike. And it's funny because people are like, oh, yeah, he, he told me he's from Philly too. Who? Jersey Mike. I will listen. That's fucking, hey, how many people from Philly call himself Jersey Mike? <laughs> laugh. <laughs> laugh is the correct answer. Well done, Corey. <laughs> not, not, Philly, not Philly, Philly Mike. You're from Philly, you say, yeah, I'm Mike. I'm from Philly. Right. 215. Or if you're a bitch, you don't say nothing because you don't want to claim fucking uh, 267. Yeah, they'll put 267 you on don't play, You don't be like, yo, 609 Mike from Philly. <laughs> Live and direct from the Black Horse Pike. <laughs> All winter long in Margate. Mike. Well, I mean, New Jersey. In the, summer, in the summer, everybody from Philly is from South Jersey. Everyone from Manhattan or or the or the boroughs are are in fucking uh, Seaside Heights. You got you got different kind of Guidos though. You got guys that say, "Hey, you know who my dad is," and then you got guys that say, "Hey, I'll shove a bat up your ass, and your dad will be the guy that's late." And your mom and the priest will tell him, hey, the bad news. But he ain't the guy that's bottom, at the bottom of that window. <laughs> so your dad ain't going to help you if you say anything else and you start to fucking realize you can't fly. Your dad will be very upset. But your dad ain't going to fly. I'm from Philly. I don't give a fuck about who your dad is when you say that to me when you're a dick. Your dad, I'll have to worry about him if I fucking need to, but. Right now, that don't mean shit to me. Like I'm from New York. That don't that that makes me want to beat you up. I, I love that you're do, I love this act out, out this act out that you're doing on these jerseys. These like hey, these be real, worry. We get tired of beating ourselves up. You know, I like we'd it, love I to beat like guys from New York. Ah, yeah, talking shit. Like, hey, I'm from New York. Hey, I'm from Philly, so I don't give a flying fuck. <laughs> I'll yeah. take your fucking head in if you fuck around over here. <laughs> you know, but yeah, you know, it's fun, it's good times, it's good times. Shout out to Jersey Mike from Philly, you fucking piece of shit. 
So, <laughs> what what have horror fans been like for you since you like jumped real hard into that? Into that, I, mean, like, I love them. I love yeah. them, but it feels like it feels like you're from what I've seen and what I've heard. You embrace that so much harder than most people. Yeah, um, well, listen, what people don't know that you understand is, you know, Hollywood didn't want me talking about being in their products because I scared home being real as fuck. I understood acting as an artist and as somebody who was very big on psychology and uh, my own philosophy and favorite philosophers who helped me develop into the man that I have my own philosophy. Uh, but you know, um, you know, Everson, I think, therefore I am, and nothing human, he be alien to me, for I am human, and, you know, like, believe it, achieve it, shit, and hard work pays off, motherfucker, shit, and, um, you know, sleep, and we're dead, but, I mean, I'll, I'll fall down when I'm done, you know, and until, and I'm not done. When it's over, it'll be done. And when it's done, it'll be over. Till then, I'll be overdoing it till it's over fucking done. Because less is more. If it's cancer or fucking, you know, uh, world war or fucking pollution, less is more. Less stuff that sucks is more. People would tell me less is more. Take it down. You're too over the top. You know what over the top is? It's a home run, you dumb bitch. <laughs> More fucking awesome kick-ass shit is fucking awesome. More awesome. Less good shit is gay as fuck. And you shouldn't be fucking apologizing and trying to defend it. Less stuff that sucks and is terrible and vile and fucking evil. That's great. That's true. Less stuff that rocks and you fucking want. Less entertainment. Ain't more. It's gay and you fucked. Shut the fuck up. Right, so <clears throat> all that fun stuff. To me, I was training with the best fucking athletes in the fucking world. Every day, I wasn't fucking working on a fucking film. I felt like that was my fucking that I, I had to have that commitment. Being a fucking bodybuilding national champion bodybuilder when I was still a teenager, and being a freak of nature. I mean, if people don't know, they can Google all that shit because that's all behind me. And there's not soon. There'll be a lot more stuff when I fucking put what it was to me out there because they called me brash and outspoken a lot. The people that even loved me and wanted to give me coverage and shit, but I didn't realize that that wasn't always compliment brash and outspoken until I, you know, now I'm, I once again embrace it because I'm 100% behind everything I fucking say pretty much fucking pretty sure fucking that I'm wise and old now, but you know, uh, I couldn't be stopped, but Hollywood's just fake, and I would train because I figured if I didn't fucking train with everything I fucking had, which is what I do, which would save my life from being a kid on the wrong path, and becoming a bodybuilder and learning from guys that were national champions, and fucking would talk about every time I go in there to try to lose the fat from a fucking kid that was being bullied and fucking ridiculed, and people make a living in my fucking area, going school to school, doing tours, national tours, talking about how a fat Andy could turn his life around and fucking make it so for you kids. Fat Andy 
that motherfucker, I don't know, it's a double-edged sword, that compliment, that compliment in the end of a boot. Uh, yeah, it's great. Hold that dick shot, I can read it. Well, well most, most, most of us meatheads go from go from being the fat kid to I being the meathead. I trained, like, you know, till my central nervous system fucking failed and my legs fell because my nerves were fucking firing off random patterns of impulses. They were quivering and support my fucking 300-pound rip body weight. And uh, I felt like, or fuck you, it's your fault. I wanted, before I knew that I was always enough, I told myself that I was fucking, I checked the mat, and, you know, I'd fuck Arnold, kick his ass, fuck his girl, I mean, I'd fuck him up, fuck Arnold. Fuck <laughs> yeah, him. yeah, get him. I said, fuck his girlfriend. And, you know, so he was a doofy fucking all foreigner, which guys from my fucking age in Philly, we get zero fucks about foreign idiots that fucking couldn't speak English, right? Everybody was laughing at him until they didn't to beat him fucking and carried him and made him funny and told him how not to be a frozen douchey Austrian oak with a piece of fucking furniture fucking tree standing there like an idiot. Nobody gives a fuck. I don't give a fuck. I'd kick his fucking head in. I was like a new Camaro before they had new Camaros. I was like the next better IROC fucking all-American fucking muscle car fucking Polish blood and Philly raised. I'd bring it, motherfucker. I was always real as fuck. That was my whole thing. Like, I had to know when you're a bodybuilder, especially when you're young and you come from being, you know, anything but a bodybuilder. You had to, you know, bodybuilding saved my life as well as changed my body uh, and my and my self-image along with it, but when you when bodybuilding's a thing, you know, eventually you end up in a little fucking wiener fucking hanger and fuck grease on your body under some fucking lights all out there by yourself on stage posing to some fucking music, and if that's not the gayest fucking thing ever, <laughs> it is your fucking pale and fat and covered in baby oil fucking heart <laughs> right in a fucking in, in a half speedo, you joking. <laughs> so, I mean, and you know, bodybuilders don't fuck play because you know I, I'll call it what it is. It's or it's that motherfucker, and you can see a guy do that once, and I'm not I'm not going to be the one, or I'm doing something else. I'll take up women's water fucking uh, polo before <laughs> I fucking go on a bodybuilding stage like that fucking grease fucking pig. And like it's real, you know. When you don't even, when you're not ready, everybody tells themselves and everybody else the first time you walk out, and people all know what you lie to yourself about that you aren't ready, you don't look good, and you shouldn't be in this show today. And at a certain point, and it's a, he's embarrassing himself. Only you won't have a friend that'll tell you if you didn't tell you already. If you had one like that. If your girlfriend's telling you the same thing your funhouse mirror's telling you, you think you fucking look like the guys in the fucking magazines, that's all a fucking illusion and photography fucking tricks and gimmicks and fucking paint fucking over their abs and fucking checkboards with fucking grease paint and fucking everything that you'll learn later. Like, I had to be the real fucking deal and I had to be a national champion or then people would 
knew that, you know, the guy had trained me, or he didn't train me, but, you know, if I, I, I had to ask him how to do it, I'd read fucking magazines. I'd read every fucking word in the magazine and ask him any question. He told me his name was Laverne, so he had to be a fucking mischievous or fucking competitor because, hey, so like Laverne. What do you Bull names, do? too. Yeah. Got nothing on a boy named right. Laverne. Yeah, right. You know, where's Shirley? Right. Where's Spicky? Right. So, so it was good if he didn't have to kick everybody's ass because they didn't want any fucking part of Laverne. Or smell. I don't know if he's alive, but much love. You know, he uh, he helped me turn my life around before I was a, a famous entertainer when I was a fat kid trying to fucking survive and not self-destruct. I didn't want to kill myself. I wanted to live, but I grew up under very fucking hard, dark circumstances in the family, and uh, it was a struggle. And I was lost, and nobody wanted to tell a kid the fucking truth because it was fucking brutal. And I was too smart to, to not want to know what the fuck was wrong with everybody. So, uh, what was the what was the home situation like? Who who were what you had? Uh, did you have both parents, siblings? Yeah, I had both parents, but uh, both my parents and my father and my mom's parents and my mother and my father's parents and like they all had. Everybody wanted to, you know, tell me how much my mom did for me and how many times she saved me. And it was true, but I wanted to know what the fuck was wrong with everybody. And I was a bright kid. I was a, I had a mental card when I was in fucking first grade. And uh, they, they wanted to test my IQ to see if I was worth listening to my mom or if I was just too much trouble to keep in fucking school. And they realized that I was gifted and I had a IQ over 150. And I made paper airplanes in the hallway and fucking put fucking paper clips on and called it a fucking aerodynamic fucking rocket scientist. Fucking, hey, you so fucking retarded, you know? And I'd go out of my mind. That's why my signature looks like I stole it from Ace Fraley, because I did. Because <laughs> they told me I'd never make it in life if I didn't. Uh, stop falling asleep because fucking training so hard in school when I was fucking gay. And I, I would think the next way to be a teacher at nice legs. And, uh, you know, I'd, I'd hate the fucking big, I'm an artist, I'd hate the big loopy A for capital A. Bro, you are Dude. one of a kind. There's not another. But the fucking A is a star. And now, I've said forever, like 30 years now, like they told me I wouldn't have the skills that I'd need to make it if I fell asleep in class. I wouldn't have anything to, do, to to win in life. And all I needed to do before I fell asleep after training hard in class, I woke up to look at the teacher's legs so I'd smile. And then I'd sign my name like Ace Fraley, which I do for fans around the world fucking like every day. And I signed my fucking star A with my name staggered underneath instead of a ace fucking of, of hearts, I fucking I put the dead happy face fucking exclamation point. But I'm an ace. I, I don't ace. I'm a ace really fucking want to fucking be. You know, with Howie Long and Pete Simmons thrown in there. Little Road Warriors. Ultimate Warrior. But pretty much that's it. And, um... Did you, did you ever meet the Warlord? Yeah. He's, 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 a, he's, he's a great dude, he's, man. 
Yeah, none, he, nobody ever forgets me. I don't care if you're the Warlord or Al Pacino or Ric Flair. I got to all of them, you know, especially yeah, dude, with the he, he had, got he to, had me over his house. His parents' house to get me pizza. This was a frozen fucking stiff, bro. The guys that could talk, you know, like Ric Flair would have been a movie star back then if he could talk. On, it, it, like people would mind fuck themselves just so much about being in a movie. Like it, it's a camera, the camera. You know, they tell you not to look right in the camera. That's the only thing. They tell you where to look, and you pretend that it's real. It's all crappy fucking bullshit. You're playing pretend you got, better than everybody else. Because I don't pretend. I know. I'm a motherfucker. Everybody else is all fucked in the head, chasing further and further experts to further educate them, to tell them the master class secrets of acting, which is a lifelong pursuit of being better at faking being a real human fucking being in different flavors. Therefore, you give up the chance to ever go out and be a real fucking human being, and you'll never fucking know what that's like. You listen to some old bitch in Hollywood taking your credit card every day, every month, whether you show up or not, pre-fucking-paid, and she can tell you to act like a frog and stand in the corner like a tree, and whether or not it's good enough. If you're funny and you're an alpha male, some bitch you would never hang out with, some bitch who has no testosterone, some bitch who never got a fucking acting job or made a dollar in a fucking acting her life, but besides she's a fucking expert, you're so stupid. You can learn further pursue being a fake human being on camera and you. Hey, but if you just give that shit up, go be a real fucking human being, go live life, you'd have some fucking ideas, have some things you could fucking draw from with your creative imagination, you dumb fucks. The more you play that gay fucking game, the gayer you will be for the rest of your life, because that time you're doing that, you could be being a real motherfucker and living your fucking life and being a real motherfucker your real shit, but you're fucking gay. Hollywood's the gayest fucking place ever. So, <laughs> so anyway, yeah, Hollywood's always been scared of me, but a lot of people have. But, uh, you know, I love my craft. I love uh, what I do. I love that I have a personality and that God blesses me and uh, that I can entertain people as well as myself. Fucking life could be boring. People can fucking suck. You know, I dance like a monkey, but I dance like a monkey fucking for myself because, you know, I smile, you know. And yeah. You're the type of person who has the, the power of no. If it's something I, you don't want to do, I, no. I have the power that I'll tell you, somebody said to me once, well, we will uh, we had this movie, and uh, you know, like, uh, what would uh, what would what would it cost? You know, it's it's like a different movie. It's, like, we do romantic comedies and shit. And, like this movie, uh, you know, it might not be your thing, but uh, I really liked you. Uh, so, what would it cost us to, to have you do the movie? And I'm like, well, first of all, it's not just about money with me you know uh, it was probably going 10 years out of 33 I've been doing this when I started saying look I choose to, uh, in 
an old manager once told me something to me. You know, a lot of things that I heard when I was young, I never forgot. And they even told me like this one, he's like, you might not understand this. And I did it. And, and he said, the friends that I had then wouldn't always be my friends. They wouldn't always be the ones there with me. As long as I go on this ride and the places it takes me. And you got to understand that. And I'd be like, listen, my boys that came with me on the last one, they're going to come with me. And uh, these guys are my friends for life. And this is like 20-year-old me saying this. And I said, I don't know why you feel you guys say that. He goes, well, maybe you don't understand it now. I, said, I promise you one day you will. And you'll know what I mean. And he goes, you know, you'll never have better friends in your life than the friends that you make money together with. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, not me, not me, bro. And you know what? It's true. And the kid that I was really talking about, he's been dead for a long time. And he he fell out with me being stupid, like demanding, came out here and demanded I give him like a magic number that he could call. Like that's how I was getting movie after movie. Mm. Not like actually having to be good enough. Right. I wasn't going back, bro. Every movie, almost a hundred jobs and, and, the biggest with the best and I'm blessed all the power and glory is not mine and it's humbling it's not I'm not that I'm impressed by the things that I see that come from him that aren't me but go through me and I'm in awe as I fucking watch shit even shit that comes out of my mouth but I'm clear it's not fucking me and you know like people love what I do and I I appreciate it but I'm blessed I should have been hit by lightning a long time ago compared to people that I've loved get that fucking 53 years that I have and still going strong. Yeah. So I'm never fucking complained, but um, you know, I couldn't afford to fucking suck. And I, you know, I once told Oliver Stone, he said, you know, just make sure, you know, I'll let you direct this whole fucking scene yourself. Tell me what you want to do. You know, I told him, told him what I wanted to say, where I was getting inspired by, you know, what the dialogue would have meant to me, where I saw it, you know, and um, someone was on painted on the walls in a locker room, you know, and I was feeling the room and used my environment. And um, I've had enough experience. I knew I wanted dolly tracks coming in, over, you know, and then pushing in on a steady cam straight over my other shoulder and into the locker. And, you know, he basically said, I love it. I love it. He goes, you know, that's fucking awesome. He goes, just, uh, and eventually I picked the Metallica. He wanted that. He had more Z-Bon shit in there. And I'm like, yeah, just being, I tell you all, I'm werewolf and shit. Like, pretty cool. When I passed Trader Vicks so on fucking Santa Monica and Wilshire, I fucking always looked. But I never seen a werewolf having a beat of out of there. And I never really gave a single fuck at my age being like me, which a lot of this character is based on, about fucking, you know, Warren fucking Z-Von or Warren Buffett. So, you know, bottom line, Oliver, uh, I said, he's like, well, what, what? I said, if you want to alienate your whole fucking audience, go ahead and leave Warren Z-Von in there. I'll sell it. But you're not helping me help you. You know, this that's that's Oh, heavy shit. It'd be hard for you to the best money. He goes, well, <laughs> what? Well, what? And I said, 
<laughs> hey, hold on. Hey, all you motherfuckers. I roll a joint for 420. Uh, uh, fine. You roll a joint for 420, but please know I'm doing a fucking video on my boys' podcast. Hey, I'm going to give them that like that because they're good motherfuckers. Everybody gets one, and that's one. And that's one. I like the weed, too. I got some weed, but right now I need everybody to, you know, just basically know I love you and to fuck off just so I do this show in the nicest way. Hold on, now I need to pour a drink. I'm sure the audience understands. I can do it in the house, you motherfucker. Um, so, it's, yo, it, it, it makes too much. To me, to me, it's like it's like this is what real life is, and we can't you know we can't, we can't over try to perfect everything. Just vignettes and slices of real life that you pick. You try to bring a page that has just words on it and breathe humanity into it and you know if I live and I see a lot of things that I, I've seen because uh, I'm a fucking completely objective Ayn Rand kind of motherfucking objectivist meets a fucking very analytical fucking observer look at everything you know I like to know the truth if at the end I need to smash it fucking to see what's in the middle of the Tootsie Roll fucking center I'm going to know the fucking truth you know, and um, uh, I just keep it real with my fucking work. It's that simple, you know. I've seen, if I'm going to play alpha male badass motherfuckers, because that's who I am, because, you know, I'm not going to be fucking having, I had told everybody in my whole career to call my fucking bluff. And then they do. And if you sign up, and then I couldn't really be doubled. And I wouldn't let them double me, because the guy's, I learned that the guys are on a weekly and it, it's, it's a lot of nepotism and the coordinators know who they're bringing in, but based and they're judging them fairly based on how it's always been in the business and should have been. And, and protocol, but look, I'm, I, I break protocol because I, you know, I broke the mold. You can't, you, when I was 300 pounds of 6% body fat, and the most athletic motherfucker at that weight that you fucking find on planet Earth, you can't fucking just double me with a guy six foot five to three hundred pounds. Yeah, it's not gonna work. You not not for a fucking second, not even from across the fucking street. If you're falling off a building, I'm gonna let you do it. Well, I think I think I've said this already to you, and I'll say it again. You're you're one they of a kind. They resisted it, but I said, listen, I'm not here to be fucking to suck. Right. Like I told Oliver, he said, "Just I gotta, I gotta direct the socialite scene. So we have this location because of this bitch. Later, I'm gonna put you in a scene, which turned out to be what do you do for dick?" And uh, he goes, "But I got 300 extras. I wish I could be here, but I can't be two places at once. So you gotta do this yourself. Uh, just make sure it's fucking great, like everything else you do, because if it sucks, I won't be able to print the movie." All right, and I'm like, "And hey, we don't have to worry because I don't fucking suck. That's the rule." And he's like. Don't ever say that. That's that's horrible. That's arrogant. Don't ever say that. You sound like a mega. You sound like an egomaniac. I go coming from a megalomaniac. I'm not tripping, but you know uh, that's a rule. I don't suck. When you if you could, my whole thing is, I realize that, you know they say it's always you're always good as your last movie. But who are they? I always said some ambiguous anonymous fucking. Yeah, it's just some blob. That I give zero single fucks about. If I'm going to even give a single fuck about what you have to say, uh, I'm, maybe I, I'm going to give you a fuck a few minutes because you, you got that from me. But 
I used to always say when I was young, you got anything I might even be able to actually fucking use? Yeah. Or you just want to hear yourself fucking talk. Right. So you can feel good and you impress your fucking self. Because what do you know about me or my fucking business that I see as I see it? Right. You know, zero. So if you got something I can apply to fucking help me be better, please talk. If not, I don't solicit fucking opinions from every anonymous asshole day, motherfucker. Because I singly don't give a fuck, and you don't know what the f- I know you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. What I should do, I have to figure out myself. There was never a book or anybody to follow, and I always knew that, you know. So uh, I made sure I always I always knew that. Like I tell people all the time, you know, that are getting into this business, I'll tell you, you know, if you ever phone one in and suck, in my opinion, you'd be ready to live and be identified by that maybe more so or as much as anything that you ever previously had gotten the claim or praise for and you should fucking you should know it you should have fucking made sure you didn't fucking fuck it up before a fucking day came you should have fucking taken it that seriously before you agree to race a fucking car on the track and you don't have a license to know what the fuck you're doing you've never done it before you know when you realize how fast you have to go if you're not dead by the first fucking turn you'll be dead before you ever fucking one lap, right? Take a bunch of people with you, and I'll tell you what—you'll never be in a race car fucking again. That's it. If you wanted to race cars, you should have fucking not signed up for a fucking race and say you were a fucking race car driver until you fucking were a real good fucking race car driver. You knew you would fucking deliver, because they'll let you kill yourself in this town, and you deserve probably to die if you're that dumb. You don't jump in a fucking ocean full of sharks before you learn how to swim or you know that you can swim or you check out the water and see if it's answered with your toe or fucking, you know, if there's a fucking bunch of piranhas that come up to the surface, like throwing a cow into the fucking, uh, you know what I mean? Like, you don't do those things. So people don't realize where they commit career suicide in this town, but just fall over there and get out of my way. I have shit to do. But I, you know, if you suck, this is my point. You you could say you could go to a meeting one day, and I, this is what I saw like right clear in my head. And I'd be like, hey, yeah, Corey, hey, you know, you're fucking that 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 movie is fucking great. You got out right now, you know. I didn't know if I was gonna have you in though, you know, because everybody's talking about it. It's the big shit right now, and I heard you did some other good stuff, but I wasn't even aware of, you know. Um, and you'd say what? Say, oh, uh, well, cool. Thank you. I'm glad you like my work. You know, those yeah. two movies. You now I got to share the credit with all those people I work with. They're the best yeah. ever. So yeah. I'm impressed with what you do too. So I would be an honor to work with you. Yeah, but I don't know if it's going to happen. Who who has the power? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what you're getting at. Well, I mean, those movies, you know, like the new one you got out, it's great. You're, everybody's right. And, uh, you know, those, I heard those other fucking ones that I didn't know about. I heard they're fucking, people fucking love them. But you know what? They didn't see that fucking one that I remember where he sucked fucking balls and three of my friends lost their fucking houses. Yeah, wow, yeah. And we had to cast bond because you were on drugs, you punched a fucking coast guard in the face, and we had to delay for six weeks. And instead of fucking making a hundred million dollars first weekend for a hundred million dollars I borrowed from an arms dealer, instead we're all fucked. Thanks. So I don't know if we're not working together. Get the fuck out of here, you fucking asshole. And you know what? You better expect that. 
If it doesn't happen to you like that, it's a fucking miracle. Say thank you, Jesus. Listen. Not everybody gets to be jerky jerk off Andrew WK or uh, whatever, Louis C.K. and <laughs> fucking jerk off on five uh, business women in Hollywood's fucking skirts in business meetings and then somehow cancel himself. I know I don't get that. It's probably a good thing. How would you how would you talk to your mom if that was the news? Corey Castle, Hollywood fucking latest darling. <laughs> it's accused. Me too. Nah, he wasn't just being inappropriate. He actually pulled his cock and jerked off and fucking spilled body fluids on five studio executives in different studios. In the last 18 months, the first 18 months of his career, just no news. How do you have a career after the first 18 months if he jerked off on five female studio executives? Dude, uh, he did a bit about Lightning and be doing 50 years in jail. He did a bit about this. Uh, on his... He throwing stones at me going into prison. He said, uh, he said everybody, everybody's got their thing. Who and talks to him after that? He, he's did his... I love Robert Downey Jr., but I used to live in Venice when I, I knew where his apartment was, where he'd smoke fucking shit. And, hey, listen, that's not my business. That was a long time ago, and everybody knows it, because he got fucking caught driving in a convertible on Sunday with a blow-up doll in a Wonder Woman outfit, smoking rock. Everybody came to fucking apologize for how, 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 how traumatic it must have been to him, and they just said, Robert, you are so loving. I just... Welcome you to our bosom, pay you more than you've ever gotten, put you in everything that comes out this year, and give you a fucking amazing career resurgence that'll last for the rest of your life. How about that? All I know is it's not working like that for me. And I'm okay. I've lived by that, and it's kept me honest. How some people get, I mean, I don't know. Maybe you're going to deal with the devil. I've often seen the devil. I spit in his eye, took my cigarette at him, and the Andy God pulled me out laughing. So here I am trying to be a good guy. But you know what the, what the really cool thing the really cool thing about you is uh you are who you are before you ever tell anybody who you are and that's yeah, that, that's they something me. I, I yeah been, they hate me if they hate me I don't give a fuck I've been saying you're 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 full of respect and honor and you're really one of a kind I don't know uh there's a breed of people who yeah. you, you you belong in, and that's a, ble- a breed that's kind of dying off. And so, I scare those people out of Slayer's dressing room, the few that there are. I'm, I'm ridiculous. God made me with some sense of humor the way he wanted to. And Jesus, what's up with Dad? <laughs> he's a funny guy. As long as he's laughing at me, I'm laughing at myself and everything and everything is fucked up about this world. At least I'm honest. In a world that's so fucking fucked up and full of shit. Do you think, you know, do you think that I'm, I'm you and I... Team. You know. Do you think that I, that. you and I look enough alike that we could play like a, a younger and an older version of each other? I mean, I don't know. But if not, we could always just, you know, Hollywood doesn't have much of an imagination. And if it doesn't fit the CIA's fucking agenda... You know, that goes out to the guys who don't know what people watching the movies anyway or what their kids' names are because they're up in some office fucking scared to death, smoking rock, worrying about sooner or later they're going to get tossed out onto the street and discovered because toilet sees them like a big asshole like they are. So, 
that's what's really out of touch is the, you know how it works out here. Movies are made with dollars, not cents. But you could say that you know since they love remaking everything, everything is usually a horrible idea. Sometimes it is, but if you're like me, you know, I bring that shit to another level because it would kill another motherfucker on this planet. The, the level that I go to because I've gone there, trained to go there for fucking for 20 years in harder than any athlete on earth. Period, motherfucker. As somebody that was ever in the gym fucking trained to sport, not the best one were with me. And they'll tell you. So I do what I say, say what I do, bet the fucking house on it. Or don't tell me, hey, aren't you surprised? I'd say, motherfucker, you're surprised. I told you from the beginning, motherfucker. I do it like I say I'm going to do it because I've done it and I know how much I can do. So if I say I'm going to do it and I can do it, I fucking did the math. I always do the math. And, you know, the funny thing is, is uh, if somebody doesn't like something I say, like on this podcast, do the math, watch it, tell all your fucking friends what an obnoxious, fucking disgusting, fucking waste of fucking vile human being I am and how horrible everything out of my mouth is, what a jackass I am. And the only people that have a brain will know you. You just expose yourself, you're jealous, fucking self-hating loser that you are to be talking about somebody who they don't see is fucking what you just said real as fuck and refresh it and all those friends that used to be yours they would listen to you say how i suck and brought them over to watch your podcast and prove it now they're staying with me staying with your show and that motherfucker won't even have any friends left to fucking talk shit to and then eventually he'll realize I have to admit I'm full of shit now that nobody else is around me because they all left and called me full of shit. Fuck, I can't even believe that myself anymore. I always, you know, I, if you lie to yourself, you know, if you're lying to somebody, you're lying to yourself. And if you lie to yourself, you're a fucking idiot and you're full of shit. Don't. Have any belief in yourself or that you're going to succeed in fucking anything. You get out of it what you put into it. If you want to be in some business that you're interested in, wake up every day in the morning and read the trades for that fucking industry. Every fucking word of it. Understand what people are doing, what moves people are making, who they are, what their names are, where they work, who the players are, what the fucking angles are. How does everybody win? What is what is the game? And you know what? Somebody says that's not your business, and that you got no business in it. Are they already in that business? And if so, why? Consider the why, story. And why don't you teach me something? If yeah. you if you're in business and you think that I don't know anything, why don't right. you throw a nigga a bone? Because I'm not planning on leaving. That would right. be solid. But if you just want to fucking talk some shit. What the fuck do you know about my fucking business? I know my fucking business is motherfucking asshole because unlike you, I'm not full of shit in the mirror and fucking full of shit to everybody I fucking meet every goddamn day of my life. Never. I have to try to keep up with real shit that I'm trying to do and that's hard enough, motherfucker. You know, I'm colorful and never boring to say the least. So that's how I see shit. And, um, you know, uh, if you're full of shit... Prepare to fail. If you say you're going to do shit and you step up to the fucking plate out here, you'd be dead as fast as a real bullet fucking hit Brandon Lee or fucking that cinematographer that loser out forward. So, <laughs> I think well, I... You're I, a I, dick I, and you lie. And you think I, you're cooking when you 
fucking gay. What were you telling me earlier about pissing on your grave with the door? Is all right? If I look in the mirror and have to you know, confess I'm gay and I'm a fucking idiot, piece of shit. <laughs> a piss on your grave if the gate's unlocked. That's that's the thing you said earlier, and that made me laugh so hard. What was it? You gate said you, you were like, uh, fuck you, you're dead now. Fuck out, piss on your grave if the gate's unlocked. Yeah. What's the joke? <laughs> we were talking about death. You said yesterday when you were lying to me that I'm not going to say it or go along with it. Right. Unless I have some reason to fucking feel that way. Right. I don't right. feel the way somebody says. I'm not like these motherfuckers on social media that have an opinion because they read it on the, on Facebook a minute ago. You know what I mean? Like, I have my own... I'm going to think what I fucking think based on everything that I fucking... All the intel that I have and who I am and, and what I see that other people don't. And, uh, you know... Uh, <laughs> That's just how it is. So a thing I, I constantly say is is the, but the if you the, die and I love you, like we were talking about Piper mm-hmm. and what you said to me, how we first met, because you know what I said when he passed, because he I loved him and he, he let me know how much he loved me. Like Rick like the same way Rick Flair fucking did, you know, in the locker room one night fucking after the program, like the same way fucking Joe fucking Animal told me him and Mike always wanted to know all that makeup in the movie was that. I'm like, what shoulder pads fucking Based face? off of him? Based off of them, yeah. Tell me, motherfucker. I, you know what? Fuck me. I always, all the time I said, like, I'm, I'm a bastard fucking amalgamation of pop culture fucking heroes like Howie Long and Gene Simmons and fucking Christopher Lee and oh. fucking all the eye fuckers. Classic <laughs> Because I'm an eye fucker for a living, and there's no fucking, you know, there's good reasons why I'm an eye fucker, and I'm so good at it. And I'm like, how I didn't say, oh, what a rush is fucking, that's a fucking, that was that. <laughs> like, Joe, I wish Mike was here, but I'm sure he's fucking listening to us fucking. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Wonder not a minute more, bro. Absolutely. Right. Every day that I trade, just the day I started trading, I had to be as legit that I could fucking stand up to YouTube and the more and the fucking powers of pain. Mm-hmm. And every you look, look at what I did, you know, like and the warrior I had asked about growth hormone when I was eighteen when they see him in the airport because there could be nobody else but that big warrior. And at that point, there was just becoming, you know, uh, HCH technology and. It was Reese's Monkeys and Cadavers and Kurt Scott Jacobs and these fucking Matt Cowways and brain holes and shit. So it wasn't an option when I was reading and, you know, get my bodybuilding going and what's deep was pretty, it's already looking real good and people were saying stuff, you know. And I, I just, then, then Jim came out with that look from that fucking first fucking Genetech shit and fucking look, you know, he, had, he was a real good example of what was different about just growth like you know I'll, I'll tell you I did, times are changing I did, I did yeah. some on, uh, on any given Sunday I made sure I had a prescription for the doctor legit at that point but um, I, the program I had used other things but you, you look at my you know my physique in the program in 93 but then you look at it after I had seven years off 
awesome way. They, uh, people talk about, they never talk about that. Most people never have that as a goal. But I was done. I was done with it. I wanted it off. And everybody talks about how hard it is to synthesize protein. And, you know, it seems easy when you want to be big and you catabolize your rear delts, taking some thyroid shit that doesn't burn fat and fucks up your physique. But when you really need to fucking lose fucking muscle mass and, and tissue, it's easy to fucking deflate it, dehydrate it, and fucking have it look flat, but it's hard to lose. And, uh, you know, I was working hard at that, but then Oliver Stone brought me in and wanted me to do uh, any good Sunday and asked me if I could do it or if I blew my load. And I'm like, or psycho fucking maniac football player on the juice, you can't fucking buy for your dollar. I'm all good at it, no problem. I swear to God, that's the right guy, as you already think. He's the big guy. Love to. Fuck. For you? Fuck. Then Al Pacino walks in and he goes, Hey, Al, oh my God, God, you're here. What do you mean? Andrew Bernarski, such an amazing fucking talented actor. He doesn't just fucking love working with him. And I'm like, <laughs> Fuck, dude. Really? Uh, like, this is guy, Al, uh, Chino, oh, I, I, I heard you're pretty good too. Well, <laughs> uh, God bless him. It's something that anybody ever says I suck, they can eat a bag of dick. Mm-hmm. I'm never going to get with you. <laughs> never. Believe me. Don't worry. Hey, look, you know what? Even fucking Pacino, I know that's fucking true as fuck. Not before or after, motherfucker. Clearly, easily thanked. That's why I want to hear it. Perfect. Thank you. Why I love you. I was trying to say that to it. He's like, Andrew, stop. I'm like, but Al, I'll never forget. Stop. Never forget with you. I'm like, oh, you say I suck, go eat a bag of dicks. It's pretty impressive, motherfucker. Look at my resume. And if you still think, oh, should I be impressed? Yeah. Or not, says you're an asshole. Not I suck. I mean, Oliver Stone and Al Pacino probably know better than you, along with Martin Brando's kid. What the fuck do you know? Jerky. So, so. <laughs> just a couple more things real quick and then, then I'll send you off into the sunset with you a therapy for my self esteem problems. What's up? Do you know where I can get a good therapist to help me with uh with my low self esteem problem? Uh, is this an ad? Are you trying to get an ad going? Uh, uh better better help. You kill me, you fucker. Hey, you know what? That's how you handle that. Oh shit! I'm talking to Ford Castle. Technology is Satan worship in the hands. Technology is Satan in the hands of devil worshippers who praise him. So, <laughs> I wanted to just. While while we're while we're on on the record, I want to make sure we're saying this on the record because I know, in in, in my heart, whether whether this stuff. A record? What's up? Are we making a record? Forty-five no, or thirty-three. Oh. <laughs> I never had eight tracks around when I. Uh, you know, I'm sorry. Eight hey, dinosaur stuff, kids. Look it up. How how important to me the the currency of effort is, and the fact that like you you've made such an effort to hang with me on the show. On top of the fact, I, like I'm looking I'm on the record, I want to tell you. 
imagine with you, a guy I like from Philly, tough. It's tough, I tell you. So I wanted to I wanted to tell you how how grateful I am for your time, but I also wanted to tell you how excited I am about this just being the beginning of our of our friendship. That's that's a rad ass Johnny Cash. That the zombie Johnny Cash giving you the fucking yeah. thing. That's Not awesome. Even. Hey, uh, even if it looks a little like Wolverine. Hey, listen. Saying this is the beginning of our friendship is not a bad thing. That's retarded. Yeah. But I mean, how about just say I look forward to fucking more good shit? Fucking yeah, absolutely. Talking about the future and the past and fucking good times and you know. I'm sure the more we, the more and more we talk, the more and more common grounds we're gonna have, and the more and more common people we know. Yeah, but listen, I don't, I don't. Splitting coherent chicks, you know, so it's not going to be like double tape, tag team. It's a, like that kind of good time together, you know, when you got to draw a line. No, man, I, I'm taken. I got, I got oh, a girl. Oh, yeah, but you know, she could drop your fucking annoying fucking ass at any time, even though you're going to whatever you can. I mean, yeah. you know, chicks are, chicks, hey, I love fucking women, so. Nobody say I'm a misogynist. This is a disclaimer. It's fucking humor, but you know, you, I don't want a knife in my eye, so I'm gonna I'm gonna say that. I, I fear no man on earth, Corey. I'm scared of most chicks five minutes into the conversation, first time I'm talking to them. You know, they say all chicks are fucking crazy. Pick the flavor, the one you like best, and slowly wait and watch it. You watch it kill you, consume your soul. I, I think that that's 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 wise fucking advice from wise men, you know, and I say this, uh, yeah, uh, there's a joke that's not, you know, here's what's shocking, right? It's supposed to be a joke, but it's got some shocking statistics involved. The, the, the thing is, they say this, you, do you realize that 25 or even higher percent uh, the women walking around on the street at large this day and age, do you realize that like 25 to 50% of them are on some type of psychiatric medication, serotonin reuptake inhibitors, mental illness, antidepressants, Prozac, fucking homicidal suicide, fucking mass murder, fucking they start taking it in the disclaimer kind of shit that you suppose after you're having a hard time and you're fucking sad. But yeah, you're gonna have increased from suicidal and homicidal risk. Hey, thank you. You know, if you're that fucking stupid, the pharmaceutical fucking industry is there to fucking kill you and kill you to fucking end of your fucking life. So you know, that's by by plan and design and uh you know, fight me. So, so on the on, on the record, while, while we're while we're here and we're chatting, I want to. Hey, here's what's scary. It's, the scary part isn't what I told you. The scary part is it means seventy five to fucking at least fifty percent of them are walking around on trees, not taking anything, and they're all crazy. <laughs> that's the scary. That's the fucking terrifying fucking part of the fucking thing. Fifty percent of mental health drugs. That's not the scary part. Fifty percent of ones that aren't. Yeah. Taking their meds. Oh man! 
Hey, she's crazy. It's not my problem. How close do the scissors have to be in your eye? <laughs> Why do you tell her she's crazy? Because it is it. Oh, is it, is it, it's your problem now. By by now it is. Oh yeah. Tell her she's crazy here. See how that works. So hey, women, I said, don't kill me. Yeah, just just uh, be careful the individual that you decide to talk about crazy with. Check, please. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> you, uh, is there any, while we're on the record, is there any questions you'd like to ask me or anything, any statements you'd like to make or anything you'd like to say to me? Boxers or briefs? Briefs, bro. What size shoe do you wear? A ten and a half. How tall are you? Six foot. What kind of music do you like when you want to just relax and chill? Uh, not not stuff that um that's that's uh, mostly probably like Incubus, like this chill you stuff. Your hair exists. Is that working All right, for you? Let me do this before you see my hands fucking going like this at the bottom well, of the screen. Well, you see, I, I figured I figured I was yes. I figured we were doing an acting exercise. Hey, <laughs> you wanna acting, acting. You, you want to shit? Act, you, 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 teaching me a class. <laughs> but hey, uh, you know what? I'm teaching you what you need to know if you co-star with Peter North or Tommy Gunn, our boy from Philly. Just hey, if you ever do a scene with Tommy Gunn in one of his movies. Wear sunglasses. Check your eyes. At all times. All right? Because how are you going to be friends after that? Oh, no. It's, it's cool, man. It's cool. Hey, look, this is fun. Right? We're not even gay at all. How do, you, how do you look at each other in the eyes after that? Okay, cool. Yeah, you, you just, what do you say? Hey, look. I think that you, 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 you treat me different ever since that. You took that load of mine in your eye when we were banging that chick DP and you know, like what do you mean? It's not gay. <laughs> I don't know. It, 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 if you want to take one in the eye from your fucking boy because you want to share pussy and you don't think it's gay, can, can you still that's why you don't see each other ever again after they ever have that conversation. It's hard to defend that and say that ain't gay. Well, you know it's weird, and, and I, I wanted to I wanted to mention this because uh, how important, like I said, the currency of effort is. I think anybody who would want to to uh, to find something you have to say that maybe they're not excited about or something that maybe hurts their feelings, they'd have to listen from the start to the end to realize what the context was. And I've been saying for the longest time, comb through every podcast I've ever done and and find something that upsets you. At least you'll have listened to every episode and you'll be closer to actually knowing who I really am. Every call you get from tonight forward is going to be Andrew Branarski offends me. So that was nice, that lead up you just did to try to throw him off the set. But I'm just saying, you know, like, oh. if you're going to get fucking hate calls, it's all going to start with Andrew Branarski. And that's good because you know what? Just hit the like and subscribe button and tell all your friends. That pay their internet fucking bill. Oh, you're like, yeah. If they're really cheap fucks to spend every five dollars they have on rock, don't even bother. But anybody that pays their cable bill and has a fucking IST, tell them to like and subscribe. Thanks. 
hey, if you, if you think we suck at the unlike button, it don't matter. We still get paid, you fucking assholes. You know? Hey, here's everybody watch Wheeler Walker Jr., the apology, because he was canceled and he's sincere. And I, my apology would sound like that. Well, did you see the, the Joaquin Phoenix one? This no. I was told I looked like Joaquin Phoenix by a, a obviously very drunk uh, female one. A fat Joaquin Phoenix. <laughs> Don't see it. But, yeah, I was told Will Farrell too. Somebody told me I was like, be real once at a drunk at a bar. Oh, maybe it's a little bit of the red hair. I don't know. I've heard Chad Kroger. You're the first person to say I have red hair, except me looking at the sun. I had red hair. I used to have blonde hair, and I had black hair. I had only had red hair. Now, uh, so this this recording is going to outlive us, right? So, uh, yeah, it's going to be like 80 years before we hit stop, and we'll probably only be alive for about 75. The, the, the paramedic or the landlord that buys the building will, will find this still running and it's uh, we'll be dead. So, say somebody stumbles across this recording 20 years from now, in 20, 2042, and there's somebody who cares about you, want to hear, uh, wants to hear a sincere message that you want to hear a time stamp on 2022. Oh, it's 2022. Post fucking scandemic, pandemic, the fucking uh, global elites with fucking man tits and fucking no friends and no hair except on their fucking, on their fucking next to their eyes and a patch on their fucking back. These fucks that have all the money, the gay cabals and fuck, the ones that are fucking doing genocide and mass murder and own the media and have bamboozled all you dumb brainwashed psyop fucking preconditioned Hollywood loving fucks. Hey, that's not my work. I entertain people based on shit that's real. Uh, you know, when I let my work be exploited, I try to get a good enough deal that I don't mind and, you know, look me up 20 years from now, people, and my, st- my work will still be fun and fucking enjoyable and it's timeless. Yeah. See that you be able to find if we haven't been nuclear vaporized by the fucking, uh, you know, fucking uh, lizards and the fucking, uh, you know, Pleiadians. The great, you know. But anyway, I just want to say, um, you know, uh, hey, people suck. Um, this is what toxic masculinity. Somebody with high testosterone levels used to look like this guy and this guy. Um, you know, back uh, 20 years ago, there's still a few motherfuckers around with a testosterone level that was readable, like fucking these new age trends for prep for the people that were such deviant motherfuckers they knew they were getting AIDS any fucking minute. So just in preparation, take this shit. You know, it's going to give you diarrhea, which all you AIDS guys fucking fuck. Pre-AIDS. Pre-AIDS. You know, but, but, you know, hey, yeah, you know, uh, but anyway, you guys are be, uh, like trans fluid, genderless fucking, uh, you know, uh, smooth skinned aliens in 20 years and, uh, no toxic 
toxic masculinity will be uh, around. So this is what humans used to look like before men were totally fucking effeminate motherfuckers. You know? Uh, And hey, fuck all y'all fucking freaks from the future. You should have been here. From the future. Y'all should have been here, idiots. Still a good time. America, still fuck yeah. Still beat your shit hole. And uh, hey, I like other places too where people are cool. I hate assholes. I hate fucking politics. And uh, I hate idiots who think that there'll never be war and always be enough and everything's going to be happy roses and sunshine. And, you know, hey, I could go on and on. But fuck the liberals and fuck the Democrats and fuck you, safe space fucking pussies and haters and uh, eat a huge fucking bag of dicks with your donuts and choke on your ham and your cocks and fucking, you know, put a dick in your fuck what you heard. We're on fucking Corey Castle's fucking podcast. You're not and fucking, you know, you should have fucking been here. If and ifs were skiffs, you'd all be in the Navy sailing fucking ships now instead of in some fucking horrible dystopian fucking gay future. And there you go. Keep me up, Scotty. Okay. The, the way that we wrap up every episode is hypothetically, I tell you that I've gifted you this show. Oh, I was being honest. Hypothetically, hypothetically, I've gifted you this show. I don't know what the answer is. I don't know how to guess. Go ahead, Corey. I'll so, pretend that I'm picking it up. I'm epi- picking hard on Episode one of Evolving with Andrew Brynowski. <laughs> What is what is the wait, Andrew Bernardi? Wait, let me let me run that through the Andrew Bernardi analogy generator. Okay, and like a Jerry Springer's final so, thought. I'm having fun with Andrew Bernardi. See what comes out. Okay, uh, like a Jerry Springer's final thought. What are the best takeaways for evolving to be a better version of yourself tomorrow? Um, Doctor Philadelphia says this. Steve Wilkos, you're a fucking bitch. Dr. Phil, your wife wears the pants and you wear the panties. Um, read Emerson, you dumb fucks from the future. Um, like some books that are gathered in dust books before they burn them all again. And fucking, they're already censored in the internet. They'll probably take Corey off fucking YouTube and, you know, press charges against him, put some porn on his computer. Uh, and I'm sorry I didn't put that idea out there because now it probably put it on my. No, no, you know, now, now, now the idea has been implanted. The good news is that nobody wants to fuck with me even if they hate me. The devil doesn't want me around. There's a restraining order out against me after the damage and the embarrassment I caused him last time. And, uh, you know, I'm, uh, trouble, there's no trouble for me. I, I fucking, trouble runs around the corner when I come. So, you know, it'll be cool. It'll be all right. And everybody that is cool, please watch the fucking show. Enjoy the fucking show. Watch my stuff. Enjoy my stuff. Come out and see us wherever we are. Because if we love you, because you're real, and you got something you want to say to us, we want to hear it. Because that's why we do it. We do everything we do with fucking passion and truth and fucking all the effort anybody in the world ever could. Because we take shit seriously. Because, you know, life's funny. You got to laugh with it. You got to smell the roses. You also got to adapt, improvise, overcome, and persevere and survive. And this fucking place is trying to eat us all fucking alive. But nobody gets out of here alive anyway. So have a fucking party. Enjoy yourself. Or everybody you're trying to impress today will be dead tomorrow, and you'll be next. You'll be the last one to know you're full of shit when your legs don't work, and you should have fucking had a good time when you were alive and done something memorable, and meaningful to you in your life. 
now is the time, motherfuckers. Just, we will all be dead. Everything stands, turns to rust. Everything that rose turns to dust. Ashes to ashes, dust to dust. A lot of us won't do anything to have earned the salt, kept the minerals out of the ground. Because all these fucking useless people on the planet help people be part of the solution. Live a life that you could be proud of yourself and fulfill your fucking dreams and find your destiny. And Leatherface just fucking told you that. Andrew Bernard's kid to tell you that. Well, this is a fucked up world. Not many people are telling you fucking the truth. Then, so I'll be here with the day and get it. Get it done. Nobody knows what you can do. And you don't either until you fucking try. Prove you fucking can't to yourself. And, you know, you probably see that you still can. So, until you prove it, you can't to yourself. Don't listen to me tell you what the fuck you can do, can't do. They have no fucking idea. And you don't either until you try your best. Or, expect to suck and get that and like it. Take a big suck sandwich and fuck off. Blame yourself. Do you ever think about having your own, like, YouTube channel or podcast? Because, like, there's so much wisdom. It's all my shit, but. There was a long time I was stuck between the way things used to be when I came into the business and any idea you had, you had to find finance for a pitch and fucking and all that gay bullshit. Then meet with networks and all this gay subjective fucking Illuminati, fucking Jew banking cabal. And fucking, oh, it was the first time I said Jew, so don't call me a Jew hating anti Semitic. Jesus says, believe him, proclaim he's your Lord and Savior, he'll forgive you of all your sins too. So I'm not out to get anybody, but I call it like it is. And, you know, do something about it if you don't like the fucking truth when I fucking say the truth. Cancel us with your fucking vertically integrated media fucking companies. <laughs> look, look, write it down. So, uh, yeah. quiet, but, um, you know, nowadays, I think it's great. I've learned from Action Bronson, the talentless rapper, the fat guy smokes on a weed because I can relate. I like him. He's cool. He has all his fucking best homies around. They know what the dude is because they're fat. They like to eat for stone. They made a gig out of it. They shoot it all themselves. We got 28K definition. You can fucking dumb shit or we will tomorrow. Whatever, 12K, whatever the fuck it is, 4K is ancient history. Fucking, you got drones when you see you need helicopter fucking shots, tracking fucking from above angles, high angles. You should need 360 degree gyroscopic fucking cranes. Fucking cost $500,000 on set, you have to have film, you have to buy film, you have to produce it, you have, you have to develop it, you have to correct it, you have to send it, a courier fucking weighs a million pounds, every part of the fucking process, beginning, fucking end, it's great, now you have to cloud, you got a lot of good shit, but you know, you just got a lot of evil people running it, but, you know, uh, I, I, there was no Utah, if I was a social fucking influencer when there was no fucking internet. I'd walk out of my house and I'm 17 and people break their fucking necks and call me a dinosaur, like dominoes. And I didn't give a fuck if you loved me or hated me or what your opinion was. But I just knew I must be fucking fascinating as fuck that every single one of you motherfuckers, without exception, just breaks your neck like fucking dominoes when I walk out of the house. My friend would say, you know, you're like a fucking dinosaur, Andrew. They have never seen anything like you in your life. And Arnold was fucking bodybuilding was dead, except for guys in dungeons in their basements chaining themselves squat racks. It was a very underground, cold fucking, fucking controversial fucking thing. And um, 
I didn't get him to fucking save my life. I wasn't trying to be Arnold. Anytime anybody said I was next to Arnold, I'd be offended. They'd get mad at me, and I didn't give a fuck. Don't compare me to that clown. Made a lot of money, so what? If all you have is money, you're not rich. Everything I've done with my life, you couldn't buy a ticket for. It's not on anybody's fucking menu. You couldn't pay for it with all your money at any fucking price. Like, I get it. Like, I've got it. And I'm blessed that I would never fucking say I'm not. And it's a good ride. It's not about all the people I've made rich that bought houses and told me that I didn't deserve one or didn't remember my name. I'm an icon. I'm a legend. I'm a favorite of the fans. And that's who I wanted to someday touch and have appreciate my work somehow as an artist. And about my craft with the name on it that my dad gave me with my Polish blood represented that I signed like Ace Frehley to honor my fucking people, my legacy, and my family. And if you don't like it, I don't care. Stare at me, tell your friends, fuck you, pay me, and get out of my way or get rolled over. I try to be a little more considerate now. But life lessons are still free if you fuck up. Come at me wrong. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thanks. Thanks for being. Thank, can, can, can you? Uh, can you do? Can you do Madman for me real quick? And uh, give give a final a final message and tell people to keep evolving. Madman. Okay. You gotta be the old lady with the fucking blue gown at the fancy fucking. Star Island fucking fancy, fancy, rich fucking, you know, lobby fucking socialite shit scene, right? I'm gonna, I'm gonna this lady that she and her friends could be in the movie and he'd feature them in the scene and give her dialogue, the speaking role. She ate it up. This is the scene he told me that, that he wrote for her and that when I said, what the fuck, where did you fucking come up with this? This is what he told me it was all about. What did he tell her to say? To get ready to go do it. All right, so here it is. I'll feed you. You know, you don't know the scene, but you asked for a bad man? Yeah, I I forget the... Dude, I forget particulars. I'm, like, ripping out of my fucking clothes and trapped up in my ears with a black fucking V-neck sleeveless Armani shit. I got the big skulls-connected, heavy fucking silver chain... Celtic cross I had my friend do for the movie that's on the back of my neck that I put on there as my first tattoo on Christmas Eve when I realized they had a God save me so many times it was embarrassing and then I put one on my neck for he put one on there and worked for me and it hurt him a whole lot more than hurt me so I had that on my chain I'm playing an Irish guy I'm that Irish Batman Kelly Celtic cross on my neck back on the chain and I come up to this old lady at this fundraiser and she's got silver fucking hair like the Golden Girls. All permed and curled up and sprayed like fucking a fucking, some old fucking bonnet from England. That kind of shit, you know, and uh, she's got all fucking probably the fucking the Hope Diamond on a fucking chain and fucking, you know, she probably got all that shit, right? But Madman comes up to her to a party like this. Says, hey. She goes, oh. Hey. And I say, 
you married? She goes, oh. Actually, I'm in between marriages. Actually, I'm in between marriages. Yeah? So what do you do for dick? I never. Yeah, I bet you have. <laughs> Bro. That's a little bit of Oliver Stone fucking dead space for you. Love him like a fucking, love that motherfucker. Talented guy. Bro. I can never, fucking, can never say enough about how he generous and kind he was to me. And, you know, I made a comment to give you a taste of it, but. You know, the guy, he wrote Conan, he wrote Scarface, the smudging guy, Platoon, Born on the Fourth of July. Yeah, iconic. Yeah. Uh, just, I love it. Yeah. The, 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 the fact that... Uh, Oliver Stone, two Purple Hearts from two tours in Vietnam. Did you know that? Purple Heart is valetorious service while wounded in battle. Twice. People talk shit about him, better go fuck themselves. I know he said a bunch of crazy liberal shit, but whatever, you know, he was told to do that. People were probably giving him a bunch of spoons dollars, in my opinion. Now he's talking like, you know, James Woods, who he loves and I love too. That motherfucker. James Woods. Anybody friends with James Woods, tell him this crazy motherfucker from any given Sunday told him, I fucking love you. Don't ever change. Smack him with that biggest dick in Hollywood. I, I look forward to us becoming closer and closer. You know, the rumor is he's got the Milton Berle dick in this generation. You know, yeah. of course. And with the young chicks that give weed to smoke out on set, I'm sure it's true. I, I, I make it a habit to not really focus too much energy and time on penises. I don't either, but, you know, speaking of penises, you know, one time I got this shot, like, we'd have to go to the studio and pick the scenes from the still guy that we could use to our own publicity. They're trying to keep me down from me and, you know, whatever. But I'm also in ensemble cast with the biggest movie story of all fucking time. Right. You know, so I, I'm not looking for Billy in front of, you know, from Cameron Diaz, Al Pacino, James Boyd, yeah. and Margaret, yeah. or, you know, yeah. or not. Okay with that, you know. Put me right next to the twelve motherfucking biggest <laughs> movie stars in the world. I'll steal the movie from all of them in my seats, and I'm okay. You know, I understand there's not money for me on the press junket, but we'll do our own. We'll hit our own people. So I go in. I look at this one picture from that Italian scene under the loop. And the one guy is taking that scene. He's got a fucking cop with an acorn that is barely the size of a pen cap. And I'm like, that poor motherfucker. I can't believe when Oliver said I need more cock. And people volunteered to fucking get an extra bump on their fucking stump thing. <laughs> How could he? Uh, he should have known. Like, <laughs> shameless fucking James has the battalion. Yeah, just, just like owning it, I guess. He has kids. And I'm like, How could it? Oh, man. <laughs> you better thank you, Jesus. You performed a miracle, a small miracle. <laughs> a huge miracle, a small fucking thing. But then there's this other scene. Uh, I don't talk about cock either, but when you talk about Egan Sunday, 
Lawrence Taylor would come off the golf course after like 56 hour breaks, fucking off the track, <laughs> playing like 72 holes of golf straight, fucking day and night, <laughs> and come into the, on the set. And he'd have to do that because otherwise he'd smoke crack and punch hookers. <laughs> so he'd replaced it with fucking like five nights up playing golf straight through, like 18 holes of schooling. He'd play 75 holes and come to the set with golf shoes on. And then have a double fucking for the tackle, Forrest Taylor. Bad motherfucker, but he was saving it in case he had to kick your fucking face in at this point. He's not taking any more shots to be the guy he's playing. It was brain damage, you know. Not that stupid he's the guy. But, uh, you know, we get along fine after we almost got to, went to, to the ground. Uh, but that was a story for the day. But uh, You're, you're so full of stories and so full of, like... I don't have enough places to tell. That's why the book is coming. To. That's what I'm um, saying. Like you gotta have, you gotta have an outlet. You gotta have a YouTube channel. You gotta have. Ever Diaz walks into the locker room as like when when chicks in the locker room was still a hot issue, you know. And she's a female owner, so she walks into the locker room after the game and does and changes. And Oliver said more cop, right? And and the guy who happened to be LT's double, literally is standing. Walks into the frame. Cameron Diaz walks into the locker room and pauses. Homeboy that doubles LT has a cock that literally hangs down to his knee like a horse. And he just stands. He walks up to Cameron Diaz when she says, boy, I'm the new owner. And he just walks up with his dick hanging down to his knees and shakes fucking Cameron Diaz's hand. And she takes his hand and she's looking. She's looking, she's shaking his hand, and she's just throwing, looks like this is cock, because if you watch the scene again, you'll do the same thing. You don't have to look at cocks, but you can see why she, like, what she, if you didn't see it, now you're looking at it, because what the fuck, it, it makes a statement. It's, it's one of the scenes that you might miss if you haven't seen it in a while, like when we have a party and Jamie Foxx chainsaws the truck in half. And I'm up at the banquet table with this hot chick, get her to suck on this fucking bottle of Cristal like it's a cock. And then when the camera comes, I put her on the fucking table. But first you hear all the dishes hit the fucking fork and clear everything off the table and table one. And you can hear it in the scenes they're shooting downstairs like a big bang. And then I'm fucking like banging this chick on the table, pulling my dick out of my pants. You know, you might have missed that. It's another great fucking scene. You go to my fucking Facebook page. My profile pictures shot from that seat. And, uh, hey, you know, so follow my Facebook page and follow what I'm going to do soon. I'm going to start monetizing a lot of stuff, a lot of products. I'm putting a good team together to help me run the business like that. For a lot of merchandise that was never available for films I did back in the day when they just had a card that went to VHS, three people to rent it at a blockbuster in the six months window, and they had an office that was over in Deep Rock. We got Latimer jerseys, Madman jerseys, unfucking release photos that nobody has from all my best fucking movies and all kind of fucking things that we'll custom print on whatever the fuck you want because that's how they do shit now as soon as you order it. So look for that coming soon. Corey will put a link if, if he has that kind of fucking juice. But if not, and you give a fuck, stay with me on Facebook and my official page too. We'll be making announcements. If, Corey. If this, if this is your first time, guys, listening to the podcast, uh, checking out the show, Evolving uh, with Corey Castles on all the platforms. Make sure you hit subscribe. Go back and check out the backlogged episodes. Make sure you tell your friends. Uh, Andy, I want to I want to say to you that it will also go out to everybody. 
if you ever feel like you just need a friend or you just need to talk to somebody, don't ever feel like you're fully alone. I'm not a hard person to get a hold of. And for it's sure, like when you need me, I'll be there. Yes, exactly. Uh, click all the links. All the links that Andy's talking about are going to be in the description of the episode. Follow me. Be fun. Have safe. Love Keep from love me. You. Thank you. If you don't know now, you know, players. On this Where's my week. Mouse? Okay. Black teacher wearing wrestling marks, movie fucking stars, film fucking noir, fucking classic movies, yeah. It's a double-edged sword, but I'm classic movies like fucking the Maltese Falcon, I guess now. That's how it is when you're a survivor and a veteran. You've been doing it 33 years. Hey, uh, you know what? Check this shit out, you know? Come over here and buy some of this. You know what? Whatever you're buying, why don't you step over here and buy some ours? All right? Take Much care love. of yourselves. Be fun, hey, safe. Check yourself at all times. The world's a scary place out there. Keep evolving. Another family before we castle your friends.